Hello and welcome back to the Insomnia Lunchtime Podcast. I'm your host, Ohey Davins. Episode 6 now, can you believe it? Coming up in this episode, I'm going to be sitting down with I'm Alex, talking about his YouTube channel, talking about Insomnia. Of course, he's coming back to Insomnia for Insomnia 62 at the NEC. We can't wait to see him there. Yeah, we're going to be talking about all sorts. We could talk about how his Insomnia journey started, the content he does on his channel, his merch, and so much more. So make sure that you tune into that interview coming up right after this. Gaming Festival returns to the NEC this Easter bank holiday with some of the world's biggest YouTubers, including Casper Lee, Syndicate, Mini Lad, Yami, and more. Immerse yourself in virtual reality, travel back in time in our retro zone, get hands-on with some of the latest games, and meet the people behind popular indie titles. Visit insomniagamingfestival.com to find out more and book your tickets for the UK's biggest gaming festival. Okay, and we are back, and I'm joined with Alex. Alex, how are you doing? I am good. How are you? Yeah, really good. I'm really excited for you to be on the podcast. I've kind of this has been on my agenda for a long time, so thank you so much for for joining us. You are you're now in America, am I right? Which part of America are you in? Uh, currently, uh, I'm in the eastern area. I don't really want to say the state purely just because I don't want people to try and come find me. Oh yeah, uh, true, fair enough. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what it's like uh, being a YouTuber. I mean, in my previous house, you know, I had a few people say they were going to come by, and I was like, please don't do that because oh my, my dad's God. not going to have a clue what's going on. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. That's why I prefer to go to events to meet people. Yeah, and, you know, give out, give out, like even the state I'm in. Because the weird thing about America that I learned when I got here. It's like if you Google somebody's name, you can find everything. Yeah. Everything about them. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I've got to be really careful with everything then, because, you know, don't have anybody turning up at a house. No. Fair enough. I don't no. even like it when the postman turn, turns up unannounced. So, no. Uh, a fan. Anybody can, even when like, my, I order Uber Eats and the guy turns up, I want to have gone as quickly as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Alex, do you know what? I, I, I've told you this story as well, and, I, and I'll kind of tell everyone listening about how I came across your channel. So it was for Insomnia 61, and I was going through all of the announcements for our, our YouTubers and talent lineup for that show. And I came across I'm Alex, and I was like, oh, I've, not, I've not come across him before. So let me, I did like a search. I was working from <laughs> home, and I kid you not, I had you on for five hours straight. Got no work done. And was just watching your content for five hours. I think what I have no idea you pulled that off. It's so good. I absolutely, absolutely love your channel. Love what you do. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan. So it's really good to have you on the show. So if you guys, if you haven't checked Alex out yet, which I doubt it, because your channel's absolutely blown up in the last few months. So uh, it's um YouTube, and he's I'm Alex. Yeah, it's very irritating username because it's one of the only usernames that I know that when I see somebody tweet it with like five other YouTubers, you know how people like to do like five favorite YouTubers, they'll either miss an L out or yeah. an X because there's, there's way too many letters in it because there's two L's and two X's and people are like, actually, maybe, maybe, maybe it's two A's. I, I don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a nightmare that one. I, I don't really know why I chose that spelling. Yeah, why, was there any particular reason it was, was just I'm Alex Taken at the time? I mean, so this channel was created in 2013 and a lot of like the like the famous birthdays pages that are written about me. I think that I started YouTube then, but I've been making videos since like 2010. Right. And in that like, uh, in that time span, I've been through probably like six channels for certain reasons. It's just like signed really stupid contracts uh, that I don't want to be anymore. So I just permanently deleted the channel off YouTube. Uh, other ones are just like, um, 
the channel died. So I was like, probably should just totally nah, leave it and start trying again. to revive something. Also, I've had some awful usernames in the past. What was that? I had one of them that was purely based off of Modern Warfare 3. Oh, uh, so your like, your contents, that, that's the scope of your channel. Oh, yeah. I was called, I was called a duty guy. So I, I, had a, I had a channel that was literally called Modern Warfare 3 underscore Alex. And I, and, I, and I created it in preparation for Modern Warfare 3. I ordered the hardened edition of the game. Black Ops 1 was so good. I don't think there is a game that I actually hate more than Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> and that was like my entire channel name, everything. And that was actually probably my most successful YouTube channel before this one. I was going to say, I had yeah. like a couple thousand subscribers. So that was, a, that was hell. Wow. I hated that. Uh, yeah, just like I, I, I became everything that I hated with that. That's so funny because I was going to say to you, so now then, really, you're a huge part of the commentary scene on YouTube and like a, a massive part. You're, ma you're so well respected in that space. How, how did that come about in terms of changing your content to, to being involved in the commentary scene? Like, how did that come about? For me, uh, I always remember I was a FIFA streamer and that was actually where I was most successful. And that was under the I'm Alex name. And I was on like 10,000 followers. I managed to get pressed past Insomnia, which is the first time I ever went, um, which was really nice. But I'd always find myself like, there was a lot of stuff that in FIFA that I just didn't like. Uh, There's a lot of people doing a lot of dodgy things to make a lot of money. And I would just, I would just be one of those people who, I've been on YouTube for so long, but I suppose I was just like, just bored of, of people just like blatantly getting away with like some absolutely horrific things so i just started talking about it and i think my one of my first commentary videos was talking about uh somebody who i knew who uh well i i, I wasn't friends with them because uh, i didn't like him because i knew they were viewbotting and i right. just made a video about viewbotting and how that negatively affects the community how you're putting down people who generally put in the hours in and like deserve the work and just like going through the ways that people manage to pull it off and then through that i just slowly started finding more and more stuff on youtube i didn't like i guess which really isn't hard i was gonna say i bet that's not too difficult particularly now to find find stuff to talk about but but the way i always saw it was that i always tried to make make videos of, of people who i generally thought were were bad people if i was gonna go like properly hard on somebody like i, I don't try and just do let's ham this up whatever yeah. it is to get the most out of it uh, I, I feel like i'm as respectful as i possibly can be which is one of the reasons why I, one of the reasons why I love events like Insomnia is I, I meet, I've met a few people I've done videos on. Not not any like hit pieces. I meet, I meet most people in America. America is where the, where the evil people are. <laughs> uh, like, that's the big cons one of those events where like I'm running into people. The, the weirdest thing I think with, with all that, like getting into the commentary scene is that when it came to, came to events, is that Insomnia, I meet other people I may have like a slight disagreement with and it's not a big deal. Or somebody who I, I, I parody, because a lot of people forget that a lot of the work I do is parody work, and yeah. it's not actually like I hate them, which yeah. I think is one of the reasons why people can respect it. Like um, 0.4 Live, yes, uh, he's a fantastic guy. Love the bloke. I just did a parody video of his GTA video, like didn't say this is scum or awful, because it isn't. It's just a man driving a train into things. Whereas I know a few people in commentary who, when that blew up, were like, I have to insult it. I have to go at his personality. And I was like, no, you don't. Just like a funny <laughs> video about a train. Like, it, and my video did perfectly fine. I, and I think that's kind of how I fitted in commentary. Is that I've been on YouTube for so long. I understand it a bit more than most people. 
because I've been there, I've like physically been involved at events. So I, I know that most of these people are not actually evil. Yeah. Uh, and it's very hard to find like a Logan Paul. It's very hard to find somebody like him. Sure. Those people got very far and few between. So, so how, I just how... kind of kept on moving through Discord was actually one of the main reasons that uh, people picked me up through commentary. I admined a lot of servers for bigger people. Oh, okay. And that's how kind of how that developed. So how do you find then that, say, an American audience interpret your your delivery? I mean, I think my main issue is that a lot of people, like, there's a lot of people, obviously, cause I'm in the business of making videos on other people. That when they make a video on me, they'll throw something up and I'll go, oh, man, that was obviously a sarcastic joke. Yeah. And then I realized the guy's American. I'm like, doesn't get sarcastic. <laughs> uh, I, and I mean, one person did a video on me in defense of me that were like, I don't think most people understand that Alex actually very rarely gives an opinion. Most of the time, he's just taking the piss. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like I want to, I want to just have fun with it, you know. Like I, I like being a YouTuber at the same time. Most of the people, like, uh, I don't, I don't hate. It's very hard for me to hate somebody I make a video on because at the end of the day, it's just another bloke with a Canon camera. Yeah. So it's like they can't really be doing much with it most of the time. Like they're very, it's very rare that you run into. People like that, and, and I think with my delivery is the issue is that some people who I've met aren't sure whether I hate them, which is very weird. I think when they look at me, they realize that I possibly, even if I did hate them, they'd be able to just beat me into the ground if they wanted to. So <laughs> they've got that advantage on me at all times. But do, do you know what? It's interesting because you, you say that there's not really that much of, of an opinion, and I, and I do totally understand what you mean. But one thing I would say about you so you're 19, right? Yeah, I am now, and just recently turned. Yeah. Happy birthday for the other day. Thank you. Um, you have what, what Judge Judy would call a very well-pointed moral compass. Where That's does, nice. Where, where, where does that come from? I suppose it's mainly just like, for me, as somebody who's been in the YouTube thing for so long, people have done so many things to me that are just like disgraceful. Uh, and how it feels. I just kind of built it off that. Um, it's like, I know some people have done some criminal things. And I'm like... Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to get away with what they've done. Like, that shouldn't be something that people should, should allow. I, I mean, I think the one thing for me is that it's weird with being on the internet and moving into this whole, like, having most of your life on the internet is that um, my in real life runs, I always credit them as I didn't realize how lucky I was until I came on here. But I've never met, I, I, we had no issues ever. None of us ever had issues. Very rare that people would fight. Very rare that, to my knowledge, that people were doing awful things, and I feel like I I just see those see those people as model humans. Like I grew up with good people, and sometimes, especially in my own community, I feel like I'm an outsider just because I grew up a normal life. Sure. Because I I, I became pretty aware of the fact that a lot of people in commentary just aren't ordinary people, <laughs> and it's not like it's not even like insulting. Like they just. I mean, if anybody's been following commentary, they understand that there's like a new scandal, not with like YouTubers, but with like the people who build, like built up a community. So community isn't just built of YouTubers. It's built from the ground upwards, you know, there's, there's graphic designers, there's artists, there's all of that. So it's like, I feel like I just also learned it from my YouTube space. It's like, I just want to be myself. I don't, really, I don't really understand how I developed it. I, I feel like it's mainly just because I grew up with good people and my parents were decent. You're coming back to Insomnia. You're going to be with us at I-62. So you've had a real kind of cool journey with Insomnia. Like, tell everyone where, when you first came to the event, when you first got offered special guests. Like, what does that look like? 
So I started off and I was just like a paying customer. Uh, in fact, the first time I went to Insomnia, I'm pretty sure was I-57, uh, from what I can remember. And uh, I went there and I had like, no money at the time. I was like a three months into college. Yeah, keep and, quite young. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I probably would have been maybe 16. Right. Probably 16, I would say. Probably was 16. Um, yeah, because I, yeah, I definitely wasn't 17 yet because it was just starting college. So I was 16 and I was a paying customer. And I always knew what Insomnia was because I'm a huge syndicate fan. And I knew that that was the place that I wanted to go if I wanted a chance of meeting him. Yeah. So uh, I went to I-57 with a bunch of my FIFA friends. And I just recently uh, actually got some form of success on the FIFA thing. So it wasn't just like the fact that going there was going to be just me like walking around the event. It's like, there are going to be people there who are friends of mine who I'm going to meet. Uh, maybe even a, view, a few viewers. And that was like huge for me because it would have been really nice to like actually physically meet the people who like keep all the wheel spinning yeah um so i went and stayed with a few of my friends in fact i had so little money at the time because i had to use a donation goal to like scramble as like as much money as i possibly could do which i think in the end was like 150 pounds to come to insomnia yeah to be able to afford the hotel wow so i paid for the hotel and then my parents also helped me pay for the hotel because it was like a big deal going I didn't, I don't really think I, I think I ate one Burger King meal a day because I couldn't afford anything else. So I had to like literally ration myself. And I remember just like walking around, meeting a bunch of people, made loads of new friends, which is massive for insomnia. People who I, I like didn't really think I'd cross paths with. who were like way bigger than me, like 10 times the size of my channel. Uh, people like that. Which is like, it's just a really friendly environment. Totally. Yeah, I, I, and then met Syndicate, obviously, which was an incredible experience, even though it was only for like five seconds. Um, it was really nice for those five seconds where I did meet him. So I basically just crossed off everything that I wanted to do on my list. And then obviously went from that to dying off because my channel literally died. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I don't really know what to do. So then I started getting back on YouTube because YouTube was my real calling. Twitch was for me. It was like, I'm struggling on YouTube. So I went to Twitch. Right. It seems to be what a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic place. Like live streaming is a whole new experience in itself. Yeah. Um, and like, I love, I still stream to this day, even though like badly nobody tunes in just because it's so enjoyable for me to be able to get like 30 people in a room. Yeah, no, I loved your games. stream the other day. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big PUBG man. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I just love streaming on Twitch and then I, I moved to YouTube and then, uh, it's like we're getting invited back because like the channel just blew up in a in matter of no time. In fact, actually it blew up at the exact same time, uh, it would have done around I-57 because it was the second year of college and uh, it was the exact same amount of time into the second year. Yeah. And the channel would have been on like 30k subs because I think I, I, I blew up to 10k like in this holiday period because I, I remember my college teacher saying to me after i hit 10k subscribers when i came back he was like you get more views a day than anybody i watch because he watches a lot of travel bloggers right and he was one of the only people who got like, so openly supportive because like i kept it really quiet but a bunch of my friends thought it was hilarious to always play all my videos on the macbooks around the college right. and stuff like that <laughs> really funny pranks uh nobody wants to see youtube videos played it around anybody 
ever. So that was always fun. But then he caught on. He was like, "No, you're a media student. Like, you should be proud of this." And I'm yeah, like, totally. "Yeah." The main thing is, I was like, "I was like, yeah." The, I, and I basically strap said to him, "I was like, if this takes off, though, I'm leaving because." I was yeah, like, "I've always wanted to be a YouTuber," <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, why totally. wouldn't? You? Why would you not?" And he and he was he was like, "In modern day, YouTube is the way forward." And I was like, "Yeah, I know that, but most people." Don't want to say that because like obviously their jobs are in the media profession so i don't want to say that the internet people aren't qualified technically have no qualifications and are more qualified or equally as qualified as them so he went he literally told me how much he was earning a month yeah which is really weird because he's a teacher yeah and that's why i love college compared to school because high school was horrendous college my teacher's like a mate it's just like a guy and then he was like yeah so this is how much um i'm making holidays in a week if you're making this much when you come back, uh, you should quit. So I go away and then Pyrocynical shouts me out. And then, you know, the spiral effect that comes with that is that I'm now apparently making more money than my college That's teacher. Crazy. That's crazy. is a very so weird experience to go from literally can't afford to eat at Insomnia to, oh, I actually have money in my bank account for the first time. Yeah. At like because what, I've, 17, I've, 17 years old. Yeah, I would have just turned 17 at this point. Uh, so it was the first job I ever had because I, before that, I was just paper rounds. Yeah. Because I lived in the middle of nowhere. I lived in a place called Barcelona Sea. Yeah. Which is on the sea and it's the only place you could work a retirement hut. I was going to say. There's nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it was not a place for young kids who want to be media students. Like, I just, I grew up with nothing. I had no money. I, I normally could afford like two games a year, which is why Insomnia was also so big for me because. I, for the first time, I actually managed to go around and play more than just FIFA and COD. Wow. Which is all I would ever buy, because I, I, those are the games that I knew. I got paid and I came back, and I don't know why I did this again, but I'm just sat there, and I think it was just, because it was just after the Nile shout out and stuff was going crazy. I was doing like one to two K subs a day. But I just was, I'd be in class, I was not paying attention. I was just, I had my life count open. Yeah, of course. And I was just, and I, I, it was like, one of the only times I've managed to physically see my life count constantly spinning, which is a weird view. Like, it was just constantly going up and up and up and up. Like, I was gaining literally two to 300 subscribers per hour lesson. How do you handle that, though? How do you handle that in yourself? Because obviously I've met you before. I've watched your videos all the time. How do you handle that as, like, a 17-year-old to, to not turn into, like, an egomaniac? Like, how do you literally well, I, deal with that? I, I think the thing for me is just that... Obviously, I've been doing it since 2010. And one thing that I, I always realize is like the sub count I have now is the sub count of people I was watching in 2010. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, big man on Alex, because I've just only just got to the point where some of my, I mean, all the people who I idolize have 10 million now. Yeah, totally. And probably, and if I ever hit 10 million, Everybody else will probably have a hundred million by then, so it'll be like, oh no, it's, it means nothing again. No, I'm, obviously I'm joking, but it's like, I, I, I feel like I'm very grounded because I always saw YouTubers like, the whole appeal is that you're the everyday man. Yeah. So to, to have an ego really would go against like the whole appeal of being a YouTuber. But your uh, your awareness, you... your awareness of that, so many people do not have. Yeah, I find that weird, especially in modern day YouTube 2018. Yeah. I find it odd because it's like. I think one of the things that is easiest for me is the fact that I'm aware of who I am and what I've got. And some people in their self would find that egotistical, but I don't think that, I don't think that makes me better than people. 
and that makes me greater than people. It's like, I'm aware that, like, if I turn up to insomnia, people are going to come say hello. So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I deserve it. It's like, I've, I've worked really hard. Yeah. And and nobody could take that away from me. Like, like eight hour, 12 hour days. When I was at college, I didn't sleep. I would miss trains. Sometimes I'd just take a whole day off because I, the previous day I spent all of it making videos. Yeah. And when I wasn't making videos, I was spending six, seven hours in discords trying to make friends with people. So for me, it's like, I put the work in. So it wasn't just like, I'm really great and I blow up out of nowhere. It was like, no, I, I genuinely put the time and effort in. I think that's very important. If you're genuinely putting in like that, those hard hours, it, it doesn't feel like, yeah, it, it, it feels more like, a, like you're being rewarded more than like, I am God's gift to planet Earth. <laughs> because it's like, I, I generally, I don't get YouTubers who have that in their head anyway. It seems, it's odd. I, I, I feel like they almost forget that to be a YouTuber, you technically shouldn't have that. Style point of the YouTuber part. That's, yeah. what, that's what separates you from like a different, like a, a just a normal, famous person, I suppose. Completely. And to think where you were then at Insomnia 61, like this whole journey from, like you were just talking about, couldn't, you know, had to budget your food across the weekend to your channel blowing up. So I think at I-61, all your merch sold out, which, by the way, I think you have. Which was really weird. It, mental. But I think testament to to you know the whole design of, of what you have and to your channel like that's an incredible off that. <laughs> I, I remember it was just after idubs retweeted the tweet which is the one that originally blew me up before yeah. the first time of college and like the idubs retweeting your tweets one of those things where he doesn't tweet anything so let alone share somebody's video so for me that was huge it was a real confidence booster in like because i've been doing youtube for six years and honestly i've quit so many times because i was like maybe it's not the videos it's just me because youtube's a personality based game yeah and a lot of people think it's great editing it's like that helps a ton but at the end of the day if you're not fit like youtube is ruthless and i was su i severely doubt it if i was just somebody who people wanted to watch which proves to people that if you go out here long enough, like to have something like IDubs retweet as the first like proper big interaction I ever had, you know, yeah. as somebody who was so used to nothing, I was just a forgotten channel always. It was one of those things where that was a huge turning point for me because I was like, I've been so wrong about myself for like six years. Totally. But maybe I can do this. And like just getting back to the college thing, when I came back after the break, yeah, the guy like in front of the whole class asked me how much money I was making, and I was like, enough to quit. And he's like, well, go on then. And I quit just before I 61, and then that's when I moved out. Wow. Uh, so I 61 was also my first event where I'd moved away from home and everything. Oh, wow. So I didn't it, was a huge, it was a huge difference. My whole life had changed. I was no longer a college student at I 61. Um, it was like, I'm proper full time. It was the first time going to the event and being like, yeah, I'm like an actual YouTuber now, not just like some kid who's turned up as like a cool thing to write about for some college presentation. Yeah, but even from, from then and now, you, you've you increased by at least 100,000 subscribers, if not more, I think it is more than that. I, I think it's double actually yeah. now, which uh, was yeah. very odd. I have like December period as well, which seems to be my, my area, the I Christmas think when holiday. I think when I came across you, you were on like 150. Yeah, I think that would have been. I, I was. I had a very slow period because moving out was. Um. Yeah, that was horrible, and you could really see how it affects the content, which is why a YouTuber is like all personality because you don't have a team, right? They have a team that could like fix you up before yeah. you make it. It's like you could just tell that I. I almost like forgot what I was doing because I was dealing with so much so with much that house. Stuff. It was like 
I and that, that's like six months of content ruined. Just not get it's. I I I, I don't. There's a few videos there that I loved because I feel like I was so out of my depth that I became more creative to combat it in certain areas. Right. And so it was a really good learning experience, but. The average commentary video was just awful because I look homeless. So many people are listening, you're probably going to think, what was he talking no, about? Go, no, go back and watch. I have like a genuine mullet. Like, it, it was not good because we lived so far away from society and I used to live on a beach. So yeah. it was like, it was one of those things where we were living in the middle of the farmlands. Uh, and that's a huge that's not good because you don't go outside anyway. So when you go outside and all you could see is fields and there's nowhere to walk to, really. Yeah, going out to I-61 was good because... I-61 for me, even now, I can't wait for I-62 because of the fact that it's the most human interaction I get. <laughs> because obviously now I've moved to America, which is even further away than like Durham, England. Yeah. Like Durham, England was six hours away from Barton-on-Sea, literally the other side of the country. I was closer to Scotland than I was my own home. Wow. So I left like all my friends behind to pursue the YouTube thing. So insomnia was big for me because even at insomnia I saw a bunch of my old friends there, because a few of my friends go from back home, which is nice. And, and so, how, how, how do they? Or how has that affected your your friendships then with with kind of people that you grew up with? How do they view you now? Has that kind of shown you who your real friends are, or is it literally like nothing's changed? Honestly, those guys are great because it's just like I come back and it's just like, all right, put the boots on. Uh, we need you for Monday Night Football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, they'll, and they'll say, like, the good thing about them is that they mention it, because obviously they're aware that that's where I've been for like six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they'll, but they'll be like, really great to see you doing well for yourself. And then a few of them will take the mech out of how I'm apparently a millionaire. Right. Because they, like, they like to believe that. And that was the weirdest thing. Everybody's been cool about it. Uh, who were like my actual, like, proper friends. I remember I was walking through Tesco at like 1am, I just got back home, like off the train. And a few people came up to me who were old friends of mine. And it was just after Apocalypse as well, so I definitely wasn't a millionaire. <laughs> and uh, they, they were like, because obviously they see me traveling a lot, but they don't realize I'm traveling a lot on like a month to month paycheck because like I had such an awful situation after moving that I was just like, using all of my money literally to pay for run at, in random places where I could find it cheapest. Right. Uh, like Airbnbs and just like traveling around with my girlfriend. Like the best part was that I obviously got to go to like Paris and Norway, but at the same time I was constantly doing it broke, uh, which was like, you don't want to go to Paris or Norway broke. Uh, no, of ever. course not. No, it was like, it was like I-57 all over again, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what are we going to eat today? I've got one meal. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like super budgeting myself because I was just like so scared uh, of not being able to pay for anything. So they were like, I was just walking through Tesco and they're like, oh, we constantly see you go to all these places. Like, are you a millionaire now? And I was like, I have less money in my bank account right now than probably your monthly wage. Like, it's YouTube is not like that glamorous job all the time. Uh, a lot of those people didn't believe me. But uh, it's very odd. It's very odd. A lot of people seem to believe that I'm like a multi-millionaire because I talk about rice gum in a few YouTube yeah. videos or whatever it is that I do. Totally. But you, be, you know, you've been you've trended a few times lately. I'm sure that must have been quite good. Well, that was weird because obviously I always talk about how YouTube 
<laughs> won't trend me. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I mean, uh, hang on. Yeah, I think that was the one thing that I realized when they trended me. I was like, okay, thank God. Because I don't, I'm, I'm just not like a person who hates the people I make videos on. So for them to trend me, it's like quite clearly must be fair in some sort of way, or at least funnier than I am giving, uh, like, I think it was like the Zoella stuff. Yeah. She was saying an advent calendar for £50. And I was just like, I was just taking a mic. Uh, it was a, it was more parody than it dummy. Yeah. I was just opening a chocolate calendar that had minions on it. And that was my video for it. And to see that trend especially, it, it was one of those things that it definitely made me realize, I was like, all right, these videos are trending. So I, I it got to the point where I already knew that people were seeing the videos I was making on them. But when they were trending, I was like, okay, now the whole world is seeing them. Uh, like YouTube are literally broadcasting to the top page, which has definitely made me way more careful. I genuinely think that for you, we are right at the start of of where you're going to be. I think this time next year, this time two years, you're, we, you know, you're going to be so much bigger than you are now, and you are, already are big. Well, I can only hope. Well, that's I, all think so. I, I mean, all I'm going to say is I, I'm obviously going to work for it. I like that's one thing at this point as well that everybody knows that I'm not going to disappear off. I, I rarely ever take breaks, uh, maybe sometimes to the to the pain of my own mental health. But, you know. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I'm going to put my all in, I, I, I always do, and and I, I really want to make sure for me what's important is, especially living that streamer life where every hour, I feel like streaming is worse mental-wise because every hour is benefited in money. Yeah. And it's long. So you're seeing it happen. Totally. Whereas Mike, I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, oh, I made this much today. And I was asleep. Yeah. Like, or, and that's, and that's something that is, is, is nice. I, I used to, though, when I blew up, especially somebody who was always poor, um, I'd be like, I have to upload and it has to be like 10 minutes long because I want to make this amount of money and I want to make sure I'm getting everything I can out of it. I don't want to miss it. Like, I don't want my channel to die in six months and be like, I didn't do everything I could have done to kept it alive. And that's my main driving force. Uh, it's the dream job. I've always wanted it. And also, uh, I've risked so much that to lose out on this would be one of the worst things that could possibly happen to me. So for me, it's all about like, I want to make sure that I'm getting everything I can out of it, that I'm doing and put my all in. Because if it does fail, I will be able to say to myself, I did everything I did to make sure that I was the best I possibly could have been. Totally. And, and then it's like, and it was just YouTube. YouTube is like an unforgiving game and, you know, I lost out. Whereas if I was like, oh, I'll take another day off or, or, or let's reschedule this podcast because I wake up way too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that didn't like, happen. Yeah, exactly. That, that definitely didn't happen. I definitely didn't, uh, my last thing go off. It's one of those things where it's like, I want to be there for everything. I try not to miss out on any opportunity because and now one day the opportunities aren't going to be here anymore. And YouTube is not a long experience. It's like maybe four or five years average. And then if you manage to somehow cement yourself, you could maybe go on for like 10, 15 if you're some form of God. So it's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just like, I want to make sure that I'm doing my all and that I achieve my max potential. Totally. Well, I've got one last question for you. So your friend, Willany, obviously just hit a million. Yep. So here I am. Well, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see him come to an insomnia. 
Yes, I've I've always asked him. Um, and uh, I mean, Mimulus uh, was there in the last one. Uh, although people didn't know that, because obviously nobody knows what it looks like, <laughs> apart from me. So, so yeah, uh, they did turn up. Uh, Mimulus did, and, uh, because he signed a bunch of fidget spinners and gave them away. But um, uh, yeah, Will is uh, Will is one of those people. I think he's the embodiment of what I would like to be. Yeah, because although the, the one thing that's different with Will is that, um, and I think he's brilliant, is that it's all comedy. Yeah. It's very, very rare that he gives a, uh, an opinion most of the time. You know he's taking the mick. You know it's a joke. Whereas with me, I tackle individual subjects. So I don't have... If I, if I was doing this week on the internet, or like a... Not My Opinion is the series that I do where there are no opinions. It's literally called Not My Opinion totally. on purpose. Because that is the joke. The joke is like, I don't actually give an opinion. I just take what other people give me. And then I just like deliver it in a really sarcastic or skit way. And uh, that's the type of stuff Will does. Is like he spends a week that there is already a reason to like actually give an opinion. It's like at that point, giving an opinion is more just like you're working against yourself in a lot of ways because me and Will are very much aware. Because me and Will is one of those people who is literally in the thick of it with these people who somebody like me would critique, you know? Yeah. And Will may have opinions on subjects like that. And, and he does make them clear when he wants to, but. The one thing is, is that he doesn't unnecessarily do it, which I feel like when you stick to a schedule, maybe that somebody like me has, there have definitely been moments in my YouTube career where I was uploading every day to the point where I was forcing myself to give an opinion on something every day to the point where that, that was my opinion on the day. But now I look back on it and go, well, that's an awfully uneducated opinion. And right. that was, and I definitely, that person definitely didn't deserve, like, I, yeah, like the opinion stands, but like, that'd be like, um, your friend does something slightly off and you just like publicly say everything about them that, that you slightly dislike. Nobody does that. Like people are aware that people have flaws. And, and that's the one issue with YouTube is like sometimes you just broadcast that behavior. And one thing I love about Will and why he's so deserved and hate a million is that he's so good at balancing that. But Alex, it's been so good to talk to you. Uh, I can't wait to see what insomnia. We need to grab a nice drink, I think. And, yes, uh, we talk will. About some, you know, what, we, what else we can do. But can't wait to see you at the event. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thank you so much as well for having me. Not at all. Right, I'll speak to you soon. See ya. Bye. Okay, that's our show. Thank you so much, Alex. Loved having you on the show. If you don't already, make sure you subscribe to Alex on YouTube and make sure that you do on Twitch as well. You can find him on YouTube as I'm Alex. He's got incredible content. Like we said, he's really big in the commentary scene. Some massively funny videos, so make sure that you check out what he's doing. And we will see you at Insomnia62. Don't forget, you can still book your tickets now at InsomniaGamingFestival.com. Dot com, but they are going fast, so book now to avoid any disappointment. Insomnia Gaming Festival returns to the NEC this Easter bank holiday with some of the world's biggest YouTubers, including Casper Lee, Syndicate, Mini Lad, Yami, and more. Immerse yourself in virtual reality, travel back in time in our retro zone, get hands-on with some of the latest games, and meet the people behind popular indie titles. Visit insomniagamingfestival.com to find out more and book your tickets for the UK's biggest gaming festival.